What's going on, everybody? It's the In The Money DFS Podcast. My name is Justin, and I'm always joined by this guy. It's Dan, Coach Dan, FF Coach Dan on Twitter. What's going on, Dan? Just, man, great to be with you as always. And uh, week seven, the grind continues. It was another weekend of highs and lows, and hopefully we're continuing to uh, help our listeners with their research and study in the right direction. So, you know, if we're not winning the Millie Maker, one of those guys are. So, so someone's got to win. We need a big payday coming up here soon. I'm thinking this is the weekend here. Lucky seven. Lucky seven, right? Lucky seven, man. Hopefully a lot of people don't have the same lucky number, but I think it's just the one of the most common lucky numbers out there. But it's going to be in the My DFS podcast, lucky number seven. If you guys are new, subscribe. I mean, we, you know, we give you the contrarian plays. We give you the good plays. But unlike other mainstream DFS podcast, we, we have our own unique little touch to things and can help separate you from the pack a little bit. My Twitter's at Justin underscore FFB. I said Dan's, but it's at FF Coach Dan. Make sure you go follow both of us there. And in the money DFS underscore is the podcast Twitter. And we are live on YouTube every Thursday at 7 o'clock Eastern time, unless it changes, which you can follow the podcast Twitter to see if it does change. But we are live on YouTube. And unlike last week, this week we have a Thursday night single game slate. That's kind of gross, but it's a, it's a game. I mean, all these Thursday night games are just kind of gross ever since the Bengals and Browns game. I mean, they've just been kind of dumpster fires. But we're going to go over that slate really quickly for the live stream viewers. And then we're going to reel back in, briefly recap week six, and then go into week seven slate. So, Dan, what did we do right and what did we do wrong last week? I will say, actually, we can start. So last week we're going to give it each, each other because we, you know, the stack of the week. We both agreed on was Deshaun Watson will fall run it back with Derrick Henry. We we both said that Derrick Henry was due for a Derrick Henry game, and I, I think that what you call his performance the other day was in fact a Derrick Henry game. <laughs> you you I do recall you sounded the horns, played the music, Derrick Henry smash. We were both on the same page. We both called it. We love that Titans um, Titans game there versus the Texans. It smashed like we thought. Uh, I think just the the surprise of it all was like that was a good stack. And my, my best Millie Maker contest was with Deshaun Watson and Derrick Henry. It cashed. But the hardest part for me this week was, and I, Justin, like of my lineups, I was Henry in like every single lineup. You know, like some lineups, you know, you'll I'll have Madison, some I won't. You mix them up. I did not mix, fade anything Derrick Henry. And how I did not win big in DraftKings just makes me cry because it's a 43.4 point performance that didn't even get me close to sniffing uh, Millie Maker winnings there. And that's even what Watson scoring 35. Again, Tannehill was the way to go with A.J. Brown because you would have had some more money savings and some maneuvers and things. But, but Watson was great. Henry was great. Fuller was great with 27. I even went all-out Texans stack. I did... I listened to you, Justin. I even you know went back to Brandon Cooks despite our intervention last week, and I we were talking about my love hate and whether I would go with Cooks or not. I swallowed my pride. I had Justin in my mind thinking about Brandon Cooks. So I had Watson, Henry, Fuller, 
cooks. And Justin, that still only cashed me like $60 in a That's $20 millimaker. Alexander yeah, Madison with investment. four points. Oh, yeah. Alexander Madison, oh. big bust. I mean, Alexander Madison. I will say, I mean, that's why you got to follow our Twitters, man, because I pivoted off him when it came Sunday. I don't know what it was. I got, I got a little gut feeling about no Madison. I also pivoted off Cooks for some reason, and I went full on. I did a, uh, I mean, like I said, Fulgham. I put Fulgham in my lineup. So we talked about him briefly, and I kind of like went, went towards him, and that was a big, big hit for Fulgham. And I was happy with it. Jonathan Taylor didn't do awful, but the game street really wasn't like for him. So after his bye week this week, you, you better believe that I'm going to be smashing my boy Jonathan Taylor in the lineups. It was, it was kind of a funny week, just because I'm, I was looking at all the different scenarios of running backs we were on last week. And they all kind of like throughout the NFL to some degree underperformed or were just average. You know, David Montgomery was another one I was high on and he, he didn't do terrible. It was like a 13 point performance. Not what I needed to win a, a big GPP. You know, he had four catches. If you said going into the day, hey, Montgomery on top of whatever he runs for in a versus a Carolina defense, that terrible is you're also going to get four catches out of him. You'd be like, oh, wait, maybe that is a good play at his at his price of fifty eight hundred. And it, it just didn't take off for me. Irv Smith at 2,500 scored 11 points. It wasn't a bust. You know, that allowed me to pay up elsewhere. But Burton. Madison really killed me. Vikings defense did nothing versus Matty Ryan. Matty Ice went off. I, I had a Atlanta st- stack that I changed my mind on um, the uh, Saturday night. I'm regretting that. That really went off. And I think the one other piece that didn't play out the way I thought it was and, and it kind of did. It just didn't result in fantasy points. I loved the Detroit Lions last week with that Jacksonville game as a stack. We talked about that. And I was right in that Detroit put up points. They moved up and down the field, but they didn't do it as much in the air. They did it on the ground with DeAndre Swift. And Swift was a touchdown machine. He racked up 30-plus points uh, in DraftKings there at a $4,500 price tag. Yeah. If I just thought differently with the Lions stacks and I had every combination of Galladay, Marvin Jones, Hawkinson, Marvin Jones continues to underachieve and Swift was the guy that was needed in that stack. Yes, he was. Dolphins defense. What a great job. Anyone playing the Jets, just play them and you do a good trade. You know, that's all it is. So with that being said, quarterbacks for week seven, baby, Josh Allen against the Jets. You already know you got to lock that one in because it's the freaking Jets, man. That's already a correct answer sound effect right there. I mean, 7,700. I mean, come on. It's the Jets, man. Have you seen the Jets play? I mean, they've been one of the worst football teams I've ever seen. Ever. Ever, ever. I mean, that's bad, man. It's it's not a good uh, not a, not a good team. They, they, they are atrocious. You are right. Josh Allen is one of the seven quarterbacks that I'm kind of looking at at this point in the week. So you're right again there. But they are all... Also, a 13-point underdog to Buffalo, which is it makes me a little bit less attracted to him in GPP, and that's why we call you Justin Money there, Jay Money. All right, you're the, the cash guy lineup. I think Josh Allen is cash game gold, mm-hmm. but I know in the GPPs, I, I really love when the other team is going to push the game volume there and the points and keep it force the throw, force to run like we like them running. Justin, this game could be over by the end of the second quarter, and then uh, Buffalo all of a sudden goes conservative, and and Allen doesn't blow up. So that's my only reservation for GPPs with your boy, Mister Allen. Yeah, Dan, I have my GPP play coming soon. You got, I mean, that's the cash game play. Also, 
I don't know about if you know more about me than this, but I know the Arizona Seattle game got moved to eight twenty on Sunday night. So is that going to stay in the main slate? Is that going to take an off and they're going to switch the rule? I took notes on that. Though I've already created lineups. Yeah. DraftKings DraftKings has not made an announcement yet via email, Justin. I'll, I'll double check now because normally they do let you know via email of the changes. Definitely make sure you're watching that because you don't want to have a guys in one slate and then DraftKings takes them off the board. Yeah, still nothing announced as of this point, but they did move that primetime Sunday night game to 405 between Tampa Bay and Vegas, and they moved Seattle and Arizona to the night spot. I don't know why they did that yet. And I'm a little confused because Vegas right now, just, I don't know if you've seen their entire offensive line is out <laughs> for offensive line COVID positive, and they will not be able to practice all week. If they pass their COVID test, they may be ready in time for Sunday with zero practice this week. The entire offensive line, uh, the Raiders got some issues there. I think Abram in the secondary is also uh, under the COVID uh, parameters right now. So I don't know how to play that because that, that was one of the games I highlighted, Justin, Tampa Bay and Vegas. I know we'll talk stacks later is one I loved. And now that game that I was so excited about really became a strategic piece for us to follow. Yeah, that's for sure. I'm not a quarterback I do like a lot. And it, it's partially because I believe we're the same height and the same first name. And he has some nice locks. I have some nice locks. It, it's it's going to be Justin Herbert. Because that's a that's a guy I like a lot right there. Six thousand four hundred dollars on DraftKings and against Jacksonville's crappy, crappy defense. And I may have a little little triple stack at the end of the show here that involves a nice little something something. But I do like Justin Herbert, especially at sixty four hundred in some GPPs as well, because he's gonna probably have a little bit of higher ownership, but like I said on every podcast that we do, I don't care about going with the higher owned quarterback in DraftKings or anything like that because you got to target these games that are going to have a lot of points. That might be the best podcast comparison I've ever heard to an NFL player in my life. Same height. Was six five? Is that what you told me last week there? Around that. Six 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 six. Throwing the locks there. I'm going to start calling you Justin Herbert from now (laughs) on there. And and, and, in a good take, he's definitely in my. He's another one, Justin. So we're on the same wavelength as far as quarterbacks we're watching. He's in my top eight for the week. He didn't quite get the yellow highlight, so I'm not quite sure how much I'm on to him in GPP, but oh. definitely a solid play at 6,400. Gotcha. I also have one more play that it's not pretty. So I guess you can call this a GPP play because it's not It's not a pretty play. But that's Kyle Allen <laughs> against your, your Dallas Cowboys defense. Where's the challenge flag? <laughs> There's the My heart. And challenge flag everywhere. Flag. <laughs> They're coming at you. Yeah, every all every flag possible. Just throw them my way. What, why are we saying, hold up, it's 5,200, Dan. It's Kyle Allen. That off that passing oh, game is terrible. Even though I do, I do love Terry McLaurin. I think he'll eat this week, okay, when we get to wide receivers. But I... I'm sorry, what you were saying? <laughs> so, so, so we're, we're, ha- we're, we're halfway together there. I mean, believe me, Washington is on the radar more than they've ever been, unfortunately, against uh, my own Cowboys defense. You know, I have a couple of Redskin notes and running back wide receiver categories. The football team, the football team. Tight end, but I, I, I still don't think there's enough there to definitely not warrant GPP play. I mean, I get, again, cash savings, I, I see where you're going with it. Yeah. I'll, I'll even make a little side note here to not neglect All him. right. Now, my last GBP play of this week is Teddy Bridgewater. I love me some Teddy Bridgewater offseason, and this is a matchup against the Saints defense that 
has given up the most points to fantasy quarterbacks. So, it's Teddy Bridgewater week, and they're not that high on the uh, implied total. They're 22.25, is 20th on the, out of all the games this week. But the game over-under is 51.5, and, and the Panthers are 7-point underdogs, likely meaning they're going to be playing from behind the whole game. And you've seen what Teddy likes to do. He's, he's a decent quarterback, puts up a lot of yards, but has the lowest amount of touchdowns. I believe he has the most likelihood for positive touchdown regression is Teddy Bridgewater. I believe the stat from J.J. Zacharyson was every 152 passing yards is the average for a touchdown for a quarterback, and I think Teddy Bridgewater right now is at like 200 and something like that. So he's he's overdue for some touchdowns and hasn't had a lot through the air this week. I think he has six total touchdowns through the air through six weeks, which is insane. So this is going to be the week where he's going to do it, and you already know who I'm stacking him with. <laughs> now, that's, that's how my quarterbacks I had. Your boy. Yeah, my boy. DJ yeah, Moore. That's the, that's the guy right there. <laughs> Hey, good takes on quarterbacks. I'll wrap them up with just a few guys I like. And, and uh, you know, I'm glad you mentioned Teddy Bridgewater because he's growing on my list. I just took a note there on him. I've been starting to hear more and more about him. I might have been a little soured versus, I think he played the Bears. Tough defense last week. And he still held his own. Um, but he just wasn't on, um, I just wasn't there as much as some of these other quarterbacks. But I could definitely see that. I might talk about that with a stack later on. My two biggest guys I'm on. Actually, you know what? I'll, I'll go from least to greatest here. You mentioned two of my top seven. I'm not going to count when, so I like tonight's game. So two of my seven quarterbacks right now. Kyler Murray, we didn't talk about. I just think he's scoring every week. I think he's the only quarterback I heard today that's been in the top 10 every single week and been in the top five most weeks. So at 7,100, I think you can't neglect looking at Kyler Murray. Again, not my favorite play, but uh, I'm definitely going to look at it versus Seattle with an over-under 56.5. It's going to be a shootout. I think I'm going to have to get some Kyler in there. Deshaun Watson, I'm going to continue to go back to the well. I think that Green Bay game is going to be an awesome football game. Uh, so 56 point over under there. I love Deshaun Watson at 6,800. Matty Ice, I just have like a little note of at 6,700. You know, could he, with a new coaching change, put together two straight weeks? Uh, I'm not going to ignore that. So I'm thinking about Matty Ice there in Detroit, and that is the game I love, which takes me to Matthew Stafford, which is the direction I'm going as my top play one of my two top plays of the week at quarterback at 6500 if i'm going for savings it's going to be the stafford stack and here's my thinking man they're playing atlanta all right i think atlanta will come back down to earth a little bit but they are at home uh, i see that game shooting out like it's supposed to but it can't the game script can't fall the same way it did last week when we took detroit and it was the deandre swift show i think this week it's more of the passing game and that stafford stack will come through so i love matthew stafford and last but certainly not least buddy Free Russ. It continues. Well, yeah, this game's versus Arizona. I was gonna. I can't not say Russ. It's always free Russ. But yeah. go ahead. I'll let you have your Russ moment because I love Russell Wilson. Go ahead. Eight thousand. He's top of the slate. You're gonna pay up. But man, I, I watched that Dallas game versus Arizona. My Cowboys stink. Seattle's defense is not good either, but it is better than Dallas's. <laughs> I love how you've come. Let me tell you something. That that. That, that that Seattle team is not dysfunctional like the Cowboys. They are going to beat the Arizona Cardinals, and it's going to be because of Russ Wilson. He's going to have a huge game. And then last, but may, maybe I said last but not least too early, as you shine the Miami hat. Is Miami even? Where's Miami? I was just checking the clock, and it's two a time, but it's not yet. But just, that's a preview for next week right there, though, for quarterbacks. It's already two a time. Uh, Miami's on a bye week. That's right. I thought I they were got on to a hold bye, it up. so it's Miami – I'm just repping out the Miami yeah. man right now. I mean, oh, and I'm, I'm going to beat you to it. Aaron Rodgers, is that the guy you're going to talk about? Because I hate him, but I'll, I'll play him. 
Ugh, gross. I hate. He was. I named it. Aaron Rodgers is on my radar, but I'm more on an Aaron Jones theme this week. Triple stack um, it. Triple, triple stack it. Highest over under on the entire slate this week. Yeah, Rodgers. I, I like Watson a little bit more, but I, I do yeah, like Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I probably will. I will have a combination of it there. So I think we've definitely targeted and touched on every quarterback that you should be focusing on. Again, between now and game day, it's where am I going to take the most shares yeah. of? Right now, I'm with uh, Russ Wilson and Matt Stafford, and I'll mix in some of the other guys we talked about. Yeah, like I mentioned, also I, I love Stack and Mr. Teddy Bridgewater with DJ Moore. DJ Moore this week is a little cheaper than Robbie Anderson, 5600, and Robbie Anderson's only 6000. This can allow you to play an initial triple stack with those wide receivers because it's a very concentrated passing game with Mike Davis, Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore. DJ Moore finally out targeted Robbie Anderson last week, 11 targets, season high, looked decent but has some drops that really really pissed me off because it, i mean if he had he had three drops one was almost impossible i don't know how he almost even caught that one was an easy touchdown catch which could have you know made all the haters who say oh dj more didn't score touchdowns so it's just right now it's just you know a little bit of a variance but i do think that hey you're you're playing you're playing jp gpp justin those drops are crushing oh yeah oh I mean, yeah that's the difference of a, a big payday yeah, or you're not. punching holes in your wall i i can already see it now i mean it's, it's, it's just how it would let, you know make you go but another one, I'm gonna, we're going to do two, two, and two. I mean, we gotta, we're got we a little bit behind. We spent a lot of time on the quarterback stand, but it's okay. Terry McLaurin, I already mentioned it. Kyle Allen, but I don't like Kyle Allen. I love Terry McLaurin, especially against Dallas. It's awful, awful, awful defense. Awful defense. Just disgusting defense. Easy, easy <laughs> now. Come on. You don't, have to rub it. you don't have to rub it in there. Terry McLaurin, 5,800 is way too cheap. Makes no sense to me. I mean, I'm not complaining, though, because that's where we get to definitely put him in your lineups for GVP. And I guess some cash as well, but I like to stay out of the middle and cash. And he's kind of in the middle, but I do like Terry McLaurin. Love it. McLaurin's on my list. He will be in my lineups uh, without a doubt versus the Cowboys. Um, Christian Kirk again at 4,900. He's been getting air yards all year. He broke out last week. You want some saving. I think he will continue to do well versus the Seattle defense. Obviously I'll be looking at nuke. You know, I think when you look at those Kyler stacks where I'll have a couple, you know, a little new Kirk action, play it back with someone in Seattle. Mostly I'll be going Seattle stacks. I love Mr. Lockett this week, uh, 6,600. You know, everyone likes Metcalf every week, but I think he's got a tougher matchup. I think it is a Lockett week. And then Kenny Galladay at 6,700. I can't read my notes here. Uh, he looked good last week. I mean, he's diving for footballs. He's definitely healthy. And I, I think he will eat versus Atlanta like every other wide receiver does and, and have a big game. You know, not ignoring Tyler Boyd at 5,400. Stephon Diggs, your boy there at 7,000. I, I think he's just an elite receiver this year. Every he's year, price too cheap. Yeah, you, and you started the show tonight with Josh Allen, so you can't ignore no, exactly. Mr. Diggs. That's my guy. I also. Devontae Adams. Ooh, Will Fuller. Devontae yeah, Adams, Will Fuller. I mean, that's a, that, you can stack that easily. Devontae Adams, 10 targets yeah. last week. You can, I mean, I'm okay with stacking the absolute crap out of this game i don't care man i don't care i'm doing deshaun watson aaron jones Devonte adams will forward the more the merrier this is just a super high scoring game it looks like and both defenses kind of like meh i also i mean will forward i like him you mentioned tower lockett i like that a little bit contrary and play dk metcalf who everyone loves and they, as they should love that dude's awesome and really really fun to watch i like t higgins 5300 he keeps being solid air yards monster and getting down the field he looks like a, a absolute beast you mentioned Christian Kirk, 4900 I think it's a fair price, but a little bit cheaper at 4700 is Mike Williams, who did look pretty good once Keenan Allen went out, and he had some plays of his own, but he's pretty cheap this week. Coming off a of bye week, which I know, oh, look at that. He's showing me a sheet, Dan. Dan, is that? 
That's Mike. There's Christian Kirk, right? And then there's a line. Where does that line go to? Mike Williams. That. Mike I, Will. I have eyes so, everywhere, so we're, Dan. We're, we're thinking the same. Yeah. We're thinking the same. And I think another thing is, uh, I believe it was Rich Rebar who did the study. Teams coming off bye weeks and what they do compared to the, it's like a big variance. They're going to go really, really well or they're going to be absolute crap. I don't think it's really in between. It's a lot of variance after the bye week. So you're going to bet on that variance and have a Mike Williams thing. But the opposite side of the ball, Dan, it's DJ Chark or Keelan Cole, or why not both? You can definitely do both. DJ Chark, second highest air yards among all wide receivers last week. 14 targets, only 45 yards. Doesn't make any sense to me. Keelan Cole, he looks good, man. He does look good. People are going to say yeah, out of nowhere, but he does look really good. And I'm okay with playing either one of those. If you want a price cut, Keelan Cole, 4,700. DJ Chark, 5,500. To me, I think in that Jacksonville offense, Chark is the elite receiver. If there's anyone that has a chance to break out in GPP, it is DJ Chark. I hear people talking about other guys like LaVisca. I love LaVisca. For me, if you mention Keelan and Cole, I don't see how you cannot mention LaVisca because LaVisca is ultimately more talented. Oh, yeah, I just think Cole has, has his role in that offense. But I have no faith in Keelan Cole ever doing more than a touchdown and three, four catches for 60 yards. Like, I just think that's his, his ceiling. So cash play, Justin, maybe, but I, I, I'm with you on Shark as a, a playback if you are going with that Herbert combination that we talked about and, you, and you're on the, the Chargers with Mike Williams. Keenan Allen at 6,200. He's having a really good season. He's healthy. I know he tweaked his back during the last game, spiking the ball or something crazy, but he, he's fine. Yeah. Uh, GPP play. I, I don't know. I, I've been getting the GPPs a little more. I think maybe you're rubbing off on me, Dan. But Tim Patrick, 4,600, is a little enticing for me because he does look good. Drew Locke, I believe, has the most deep attempts in the league per, I mean, average out of his attempts. Like, he has a deep ball percentage of, I think it's over 30% right now, which is pretty crazy. And Tim Patrick is benefiting from all these injuries in that passing offense. I like him. And, of course, I know you said they have no offensive linemen, but Henry Ruggs is a GPP kind of guy that he can win you a week. And he has that speed. He gets some targets deep and I think, Tampa Bay. Very good defense, so I, I doubt it, but in the off chance that he gets one free, I mean, that can help you out, especially at $4,800. The, the only receiver we didn't mention that i like to probably goes with that theme of, of uh, Mr. Henry Ruggs. And I guess I'll touch back on those Denver receivers. Tim Patrick, I think if you are going to Kansas City stack and you're playing back something from Denver, you know, I don't know if it's a running back. I, again, with the GPP stacks, I like playing something back to help me be a little bit contrarian and hoping that game goes off with a high total that that helps you out. Um, I, I think Jerry Judy is still the guy, though, that's going to break out at some point. It may not be in the next two weeks. I mean, we really need a good Drew Locke performance to get those guys to pay off. But Ty Freak, man, uh, Tyree Kill, 6,400. You want a big GP play. Same concept of uh, Mr. Ruggs. I think he's a, a nice play that's – a little bit more affordable than Mr. Tyreek Hill normally is. Definitely. I mean, you can see it out of all these possibilities. It's crazy. And if I were going to do one more shot in the rough, I love doing my little my little random shots of guys who can possibly go off. Michael Gallup. It's, 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 yeah, it's gross, Dan, but I feel like it, it's going to have, hey, he had a touchdown drop this week. They would have turned some stat lines around. I don't know how he drops that, but maybe his other really, incredible catches but that's what happens i, I know it hurts you i don't i, I want to go right off right in his hand uh, it's just unbelievable but running backs you mentioned aaron jones i love aaron jones 7200 i don't know how you don't play aaron jones this week it's smash spot and he's not even the most expensive running back on the slate i'm not fading alvin Kamara. 
7,900 gets a lot of targets. Targets are worth lots of money in DFS. So I do love me some Aaron Jones and Mr. Alvin Kamara. Who, who do you like at running back? Love, love, love Alvin Kamara. He's the one guy I highlighted yellow stripe across him here. Love that playback with a, with Teddy Bridgewater. Where if, we, if we're looking at that angle there, I'm happy you mentioned teams coming off a bye too. And, and I think, you know, coaching's a big part of that. So, you know, with the Los Angeles Chargers, as you mentioned, Mike Williams, Chargers coming off a bye. To me, I don't consider the Chargers a, you know, a great coach team. You know, I think that's a team that over time, if they don't get it right and figure out how to win, there's going to be a coaching change. But Vegas with Gruden came off a bye. The Saints with Coach Payton, great coach off a bye. Seattle with Coach Carroll coming off a bye. Makes me like these stacks a little more. Now, again, Vegas is having problems with the COVID players on the O-line. It may be changed to the the different slate. I don't know if it's going to be available. But Alvin Kamara coming off a bye in a game that I think is just an ideal matchup. Uh, loving Alvin Kamara versus Carolina. Everyone does good versus Carolina, so he, he should really for go David off. Montgomery, but he's not exactly in the nearly the same caliber as uh, Alvin True. Kamara. Hey, maybe, maybe that's why we got 13 points and four catches out of Montgomery. Maybe that was uh, you know pushing his ceiling. Who knows there with the Bears offense? And it's just a matter of deciding, Justin, who's going to be good chalk and bad chalk. And this has been my challenge this year. You know, last week I was thrilled I stood on Derek henry and that paid off that was great chalk last week you know you're not winning big without him but madison would have been a great fade getting away from the chalk last week this week right now aaron jones is the highest player on the board and Kamara is the next uh, highest running back alvin jones or alvin jones aaron jones right now is at 31.5 percent ownership in DraftKings. that's the highest i've seen in a little bit there right out of the gates uh so i gotta figure out how i'm gonna play that one there but I do love Kamara. I love Jones. I may go back to the well. I know you're saying it was the Dallas defense, but Kenyon Drake at 4,800 in a playback versus Seattle there. Uh, he's just feeling it right now, man. You might We might want to ride that train while it's hot. I know you, you seem to mention Kareem Hunt every week at 6,800. It's interesting. Mr. Disrespected every week, Chris Carson at 6,400. I think it's a guy you might want to look at as a good, you know, if you're fading an Aaron Jones or Kamara, if you're that bold. Uh, Carson could be a really nice playback. And I think the last two guys I would just want to talk about is those Washington. Oh, okay. You're going to beat me to it, then. You're over here listening to every single running back on the slate. I'm waiting for you to not list this guy. That's the play of the week. It's there. Hey, you, you, Gibson. GBP. Talk, talk to the listeners about Antonio Gibson there, Justin. Talk to him. And I'm going to give you my catch. I'm going I'm to right. say I'm what a, about here. I'm, I'm a, Yeah, McKissick's a great cash option. I don't think he's going to win you a week in a GBP. Gibson has a talent to win you a week in a GBP. But oh. I'm going to tell you, the listeners, really easily summed up of why you're going to play Antonio Gibson. It's, t- it's two words. It's actually two, two words that one that you're going to like and the other one you're not going to like. Dallas sucks. You know, just because Miles Sanders is out tonight, you you don't have to keep going after my hurting Dan. You know, just because I'm on like the therapist's couch every week <laughs> right now, now, you know, I'm just, just talking about the Dallas Cowboys. It's, it's you know, I get I'm it, in Justin. a room next it. to you with Miles Sanders and just <laughs> with them and DJ Moore. But my 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 last running back question for the week, and this is one I just don't completely understand, Justin. It, like, I can understand maybe people liking him as a, as a dart throw play, but Justin Jackson, mm-hmm. now he flashed a little bit in the Chargers game, but how on earth, like this, this has got to be the Al Zeinfeld, Al Smizzle, 
uh, you know, mentions his name, and then all of a sudden I go on um, the the percentage ownership, and Justin Jackson is at like thirteen percent ownership on both DraftKings and FanDuel, like one of the higher owned running backs this week. Last I t- checked, it's a two headed monster there, it's, and he's the he's the one B. He's not even the starter. That's called Twitter. What am it's I missing? Just Twitter fantasy football. I mean, they, they like what they see out of Jackson. He's taking the Eckler role and the Eckler Melvin Gordon thing. So that's uh. And I'm not saying it's a bad no, play. I, I just I don't yeah. see how it's like a smash. Yeah. You know, it's not a People free are trying square. to save money. I think that's just mm-hmm. what it comes down to. I also like Mike Davis this week. Hurt some people last week, but New Orleans and it's gonna be a high scoring game, so he's a good pass catching back. I, I I like him this week, and I also like James Conner against Tennessee. I don't know if you already said that one, but I think Tennessee. I think Pittsburgh passes versus Tennessee. Pittsburgh's so good though. Conner, I don't know. But... It's just so tough. That game script sucks, and they look. Bad. I don't know. I think Conner can still get involved in the passing game as well. But True. I, I mean, that's gonna be a great yeah, game. Game to watch too. Two good football teams going at it now. We got to go at it. We're a little bit behind. So we got Zoom through this tight end section and defense section so we can get to the stack of the week. So tight ends, who are you going with this week? I have five guys. Oh, five guys. Great burgers. That, burgers and fries, five guys. All right, who you got? <laughs> two two that I love. All right. All right, before I get to the two two that I love. You're going to take my I'm going to be looking at. <laughs> you got to look at you got to look at George Kittle at 6500. Yeah. All right. I'm not I'm not going to neglect no. him there. Um, Logan Thomas, just because he's playing the Dallas Cowboys, I, I think he's he becomes in play again. They they don't have many weapons, so they'll go to him, and he'll be in an affordable play there at thirty five hundred. Dart throw play of the week is Albert O at twenty five hundred with Noah Fant still out. They have got is to find some out? offense versus Kansas City. He practiced yesterday. I, I I think he's like did he get practice? So if he comes back, that 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 does change things. We'll keep an eye out for so that. I, I would keep an eye. I like that play a lot though, Dan. That's a, like, that's a good one. They gave him a they few did. targets Some in the deep red ones zone. Deep In Kansas City's secondary, believe it or not, it's kind of decent. Like They're going to give Judy and Tim Patrick a hard time, so it could be a good tight end week. So there was a dart throw play. But the two that I love is Mr. Travis Kelsey at 6,300. I think he's just going to smash versus the Broncos. And he's been just Mr. Reliable all year. And then the lineups where I don't have Kelsey or Mahomes stack, TJ Hawkinson. $5,000. It is free TJ Hawkinson in the Detroit passing game week. Give me Hawk at 5K. Love that play. Uh, I, 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 I agree with Thank all you. yours, but I'm also going to go with Rob Gronkowski, who's suddenly just getting super involved in this offense. So I do like him at 4,600. He's a decent shot right there. And then you're giving your deep shot. I don't have one nearly as deep as that, but Greg Olson. I mean, this game does stay on the slate. I think Greg Olson's a solid pay down option that can give you a higher floor than someone like Albert O, but I don't know if he's nearly as high of a ceiling as Albert O. So I like that. Defenses, Dan. The, the Miami Dolphins aren't on there to just dominate teams, but I'm paying up for the Bills. 4700 I don't even care. I mean, hey, I'm doing it. <laughs> that, that's, <laughs> the Bills. that's so easy. Do you have, anyone gets the Jets, just do it. It doesn't matter what it is. You got to do it. <laughs> it's against the Jets, and I think there's even, even though everyone's going to say against the Jets, not everyone's going to pay up. Now, right now, the Bills are about 21% yeah. ownership. So it takes away a little bit of the being contrarian by paying up. So that would concern me a Before little bit. Before you steal my play of the week, because I, I, I know you're going to do it. I know it's, on, it's got some hey, highlight next to it. <laughs> Bills get a pick six. That 4,700 will be All worth right. it. But who, who's your play of the week? Let's see. If, is it on my list? It's the Los Angeles Chargers. The Chargers, it's 3,400, and they're going against the Jaguars. They're seven and a half point favorites off a of bye week, like I said. I'm going with the Chargers. 
I like it. They were in my top five, oh. so we're on the same wave. Who? who we're, we're you got same, five you, again? You, I, you didn't trick me. Right, who, who, I got five. Because it's, it's like the midweek. So what, what I like to do is just give the listeners a few different I, I perspectives. Like I don't want to miss something and then the listeners you know, say, hey, you didn't talk about them on the show. I try to at least say, hey, I'm looking in that direction. Again, the Bills, the Chargers, and the Kansas City Chiefs at 4,300 are my bottom three. Oh, okay, there are three that I'm the, considering. The, I don't know how much I'll are take. Are the Cowboys them. in the top two? Uh, no, not a, I'm not even looking at the Cowboys. That that defense is dead to me. Uh, they, 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 no outside contain versus the Cardinals, where you know you've got to keep outside. Don't get me going. Uh, but I like the Washington Redskins. Whoa, football team, football team, football team. Oh, football team, the football team. I apologize. I apologize to our listeners there. You got to understand, I'm a Cowboys fan. I've been saying that for 40 years. <laughs> All right, touche. But the Washington football Ooh, team at twenty five hundred versus Dallas. That front seven could put some pass some pressure Special. on Dallas. If Zach Martin's not yeah. back at right guard, this is an offensive line with five guys where only one of them was supposed to start this year, Brian Williams at left guard, and he's the weakest of the five. So they've got some challenges in the Cleveland Browns at twenty eight hundred. They've been playing good football. They're playing a Bengals team that also struggles protecting the quarterback. Hey, you're going to put pressure on the quarterback. There could be some chance at some interceptions. Give me the Browns. There you go. I like that breakdown. Browns defense is looking pretty solid, too, in Burrow. Is, uh, he's, he's going to throw the ball a lot, so I like that pick a lot. Now, stack of the week time. This is the stack of the week time. Under three minutes left. I mean, I don't really have a sound effect for this, but I guess this works. <laughs> it works for a lot of things, that sound effect. I like it a lot. Stephon Diggs. Josh Allen, are you running it back with anyone on the Jets? No, you're not. But you're running it back with the Bills defense, baby. That's a triple stack. I mean, hey, you want to make it a triple stack. Ooh, Ooh now Dan's like, oh, I look pretty good because it's the Jets. <laughs> it is the Jets, man. Now. That's the, I like that. Allen digs Bills. That, nice thinking. That, nice thinking. Yes, I'm still staying as a co-host on the show. Let's go. All right, Dan. <laughs> who's, one you? who's your first stack of the week? I'm, I'm going to go up to my stack of the week. I'm going to build up, Justin, oh. okay? I, I've taken a note with your bill stack. I like that. So I'll, I'll probably take one crack at that. You've talked me into tonight of a, a Teddy Bridgewater. I'm going to play it back with Kamara and maybe go Robbie Anderson and or DJ Moore. I got to figure that piece out. So you put me on to two stacks tonight that I'm going to look at. The three that I was going into the show with, and I'm going to build up to my best one. I love Seattle and Arizona oh, yeah. with a Russ, Russ Lockett Kirk. Christian Kirk is what makes that a sneaky GPP. Russ Lockett Kirk, because it's not Metcalf. It's not Nuke. It's the Lockett Kirk show. I think that could be sneaky. Green Bay, Houston. Watson and Fuller playing back with Aaron Jones. But then my stack of the week is Matthew Stafford, Kenny Galladay, and TJ Hawkinson. Pick the Atlanta player to play back. I will have a few different combinations there as the week evolves, and I zero in on this a little bit more. But love Detroit passing game this week. I like I like that. Uh, I'll do my other stack. I have two more stacks the week, and they're both pretty sizable stacks. So I'm going with the Jacksonville Chargers game, and that's going to be Justin Herbert. It's going to be Mike Williams. It's going to be Keenan Allen. It's going to be running it back with DJ Shark. It's a sneaky high over under, and it's set up for success. What are you looking at me like that for? 49 and a half over under. That's pretty high. Anything about 48, we take. I think it's going to go over 50. Jacksonville over stinks. Yeah. Except for Minshew Mania. Don't, Mitch, don't listen. Mitch is better not be listening. He does not want to hear this, this Jacksonville <laughs> Minshew slander. Last one. 
you you mentioned the Deshaun Watson, Will Fuller, Aaron Jones stack. Well, I'm going same game, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, the double AA Ron stack that equals a quadruple stack because you got the same team, same first name. That's crazy though right there. Then Devontae Adams, then Will Fuller. I mean, I don't care. It's triple stack running back with one of the options there. I like it. I like it a lot. Very, very high over under. It's going to be a lot of points in this game. Make sure you get at least a lineup with Rodgers as a quarterback and Watson as your quarterback because you want both these guys to, to, to bring up a lot of points. Any last words, then before we get out of here? But we just talked a lot about a lot of exciting football coming this up weekend. this weekend. Stoked for week seven, man. That's all I got tonight. I know we, we, we burned both ends of the candle. A lot of advice for our listeners. Hey, I hope everybody's in the yes, money. Be in the money. Subscribe. You guys made it this far. My Twitter at Justin underscore FFB. Dan's Twitter at FF Coach Dan. Make sure you follow both of us. Subscribe if you're new on here. Remember, we go live on 7 o'clock Eastern time on Thursday nights at YouTube. Type it in the money DFS podcast. And we'll see you guys next time. Tu pasado